Welcome to another weekly wrap up with Preezy and Topher. Yeah, here we go again. Week 17. 1 7. Coming at you. We're doing episode 17 on 10 17. Yeah. Actually, it's 10 18. We kind of fucked up. We like started watching a movie or when we were supposed to do it, you know, and then um, right. before we knew it, it was 10 18. But yeah, it was only 10 17 but the, an hour. But ago. in the spirit of 10 17, we're doing this episode 17 on 10 18. Hell yeah. Yeah. Brick Squad. Burr. Um, we got some interesting topics. Actually, this, I don't know. We haven't been really keeping up the news too heavy. Uh, whatever catches our interest, we try to keep, um, note of. That's the word. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, we'll focus on a few things that caught our eye. And yeah, we, we got some politic talk. We got some, we got some, we got some political news. We got some general North Carolina political news. We got some army news. We got some, uh personal news about you know what's going on with us right um we got some more protest news maybe um but yeah we'll get we'll get started i guess the first thing we have listed is um oh this is major key guys early voting we'll let topher talk about that because he's trying to get people to vote right so uh major Preezy, early voting is starting this week in north carolina so early vo- early voting it goes from october 20th to november 5th um, and then, you know, look online, you'll be able to find your local polling place. For those of you who go to UNC, uh, Chapel of the Cross, right next to Moorhead Planetarium, that's the place to go to uh, go vote. You know, I would highly recommend going early, uh, get it out of the way. Everybody wants this election to be over, so go ahead and cast your vote. Uh, election day is going to be really crowded, so might as well save you some time and vote early. Yeah, vote early, guys. Just knock it out. Be done. Yeah. And then you can, like, go get a sandwich or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do your civic duty, folks. Yeah. Vote for whoever you want to vote for. Write in a candidate. Uh, fill in those bubbles. Are those bubbles? Actually, I haven't seen the ballot in a long time. Yeah, I haven't seen the ballot this year. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go vote. Do your thing. Uh, speaking of voting... The orange, <laughs> shit, this is so bad. <laughs> the yeah. Orange County Republican, yeah. <laughs> hold on, time. All right, all right. The Orange County Republican office was firebombed with a Molotov cocktail. Um, <laughs> it's not funny at all. A bottle containing flammable liquid was thrown through a window in the office. The fire went out on its own. It's not funny. It's just like it's kind of absurd that we're just. We're, we're hate-criming each other depending on our political affiliations. Right. The, only, the only place in North Carolina where this would happen to a Republican office, I feel like, is Orange County, North Carolina. Yeah. It's, like, pro- probably the most liberal county. Um, I never thought of it from that <laughs> But, time, there's more news on this situation. It's hilarious. Right. Um, on the building next to it, there was a graffiti that read, Nazi Republicans... Oh, sorry. That read, quote, Nazi Republicans, <laughs> leave town or else... End quote. There was also a quote unquote swastika graffiti. Right. Um, and it happened this Saturday night, so it was 10 October 16th? 15th. October 15th. Um, and then the furniture and lawn signs were damaged. October 15th, October 16th morning, whatever. Right. Furniture and lawn signs were damaged. Hillary Clinton tweeted condemning the attacks. Donald Trump tweeted claiming it was a Hillary representative who. Hillary representatives were behind the attack. Now, the funny thing is, the some Democrats started a GoFundMe campaign 
to help repair the Republican office in Orange County. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. Um, and they raised like oh, thirteen grand um, to help out. Already? Yeah. Dang. So, not only is it crazy that only... only these it, Orange County probably is the only place that a Republican office would get destroyed like that. Um, but right. it's also probably the only place in North Carolina where the opponent, you know, opposition, opposing party... Ends up helping them out too. So, yeah. and it, it is election season. You know, I totally understand that people get like hot and heated. You yeah. know, emotions uh, are little, high. Little Everybody's right now, but it's a good, it's it's good that Hillary Clinton tweeted. You know, condemning the attacks to make sure you know uh, Democrats don't do anything like that. Yeah, that uh, media programming is at all time high right now. Right. I was just watching a video the other day about um, they were just like going around filming um, rallies. Mm-hmm. And like these kids our age would like get into it with each other depending on who they're voting for, Trump supporters or Hillary supporters. And mm-hmm. the Hillary supporters were acting super crazy against Trump supporters and it just it just put everybody in a really bad light. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I mean like yeah, I guess when you talk to politics it's never really um it's, it, it can always get like a little a little heated, but yeah, I mean, people should definitely open, have a conversation, stay open-minded. Um, uh, I, I've noticed one thing is, like, you know, uh, I, I do talk to people about going out and vote for my, job, uh, for my job, and one thing is when you do listen to them and hear their perspective, they're more likely to hear you out. Um, I've had, you know, people just, like, talk over me uh, as well, which... Uh, uh, you know, has not been ideal, and I've been trying to, you know, when that happens, I just try to get out of that conversation as soon as possible, because I know that they're not listening to what I'm saying, uh, uh, and it makes it harder for me to hear them out when they don't listen to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Respect each other's opinions. <laughs> yeah, quit being mean to each other. It's unnecessary. Right. At the same time, we don't endorse Trump. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um third and final presidential debate oh this last one wednesday october 19th it's going down that means tomorrow wednesday uh october 19th 9 p.m to 10 30 eastern time bow chris wallace will be the moderator You're talking about chris wallace the basketball player uh oh no <laughs> this guy's uh that would be per- that would be so high i feel like so many more people would watch the debate if chris wallace the basketball player was Wish moderating, Tina Fey was moderating. <laughs> oh that would be awesome um yeah, so, yeah, Chris Wallace, he's been a reporter on Fox for um, a few oh, years seriously? now. God, he's a Fox News guy? Yeah, he is, but he's been, he's like, he's been pretty hard on Republicans and Democrats, the people yeah. that interviews with him. Uh, he's been one of the more... Um, uh, grounded. Yeah, grounded, and then, like, you know, well-informed reporters and calls people out on their bullshit. So, Hells, yeah. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, um... So yeah, tune in, guys. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah, I'm sure. Trump versus Hillary. Bow. <laughs> Round three. Here we it's go. Going down. Round three. Who's gonna win? We don't know. Well, we gotta see what happens. <laughs> I probably won't watch it. I'll just wait until everybody tells me. Twitter's gonna blow up. That's the best part about the elections. Like yeah. you don't have to watch anything. You know, right. social media gets the job done. True. On I have a couple of friends that are traveling right now. In my mind. I'm thinking, yo, I really don't need to travel. I can just watch <laughs> what these people are doing. Yeah. Their Snapchat Live, stories. Yeah, like, why would I waste all my money and go travel 
and go experience all these new things that I may or may not enjoy. Right. When I can just watch it from the comfort of my phone. Right. Yeah. And if you if you like, you know, you could cast it onto your TV and yeah. you know, get it I'm not saying I don't want to travel at some point, but you know, right now you could just you can just like at a certain point you can just say, Hey, <laughs> I can get away by not getting away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those affordable vacations. Yeah. And then Trump he appeared in Edison, New Jersey at a Hindu American rally. No, it was a I think it was a Republican Hindu coalition rally. Okay. Or or Republican Hindu Coalition or Hindu Republican Coalition. I don't know which one. But either way, um, he showed up there at the rally and he said he's a big fan. I, he said, quote, I am a big fan of Hindu and a big fan of India, end quote. I don't even know what that means. Hindus <laughs> at the event said they found common ground with Trump because of his stance against radical Islam and low taxes. I don't know how open I want to be right now about my people, but uh, believe it or not, our immigrant parents tend to be a little bit more conservative than you'd imagine, despite coming from a different country. Conservative politically or conservative when it comes to spending their own money? I'm in social issues. Oh, social issues. Yeah. Yeah, true. No. Uh, Yeah. So, man, you made me lose my train of thought. Yeah, our immigrant parents um, tend to be more socially conservative than one would think. When you're coming from a different country and you're constantly, sub, you know, subjected or whatever to your cultural identity, you would think they'd be more open and willing to accept new shit. No. Nope. No. That was not the case. Nope. Aunties and uncles would snap that down in a heartbeat. Right. You can't go follow your dreams. You go be a damn doctor or lawyer, engineer. Um, ain't no such thing as like interracial marriages. It's for some of them. Right. Like, I mean, honestly, for a lot of them, it's still not cool. But, you know, we're breaking those molds. Gay marriage is still like a thing. I mean, like, we can't even discuss that shit. Like, if Topher right. had a gay sister, I had a gay sister. Or, like, we had gay cousins or something. We, I mean, that'd be weird. Right. Not weird on our end, but they would make it weird. Like, the elders would. Probably wouldn't even talk about it. Probably wouldn't even yeah. bring it up. And I'm not saying other people don't have to deal with these issues either. I'm just trying to show you all the parallel interests in which, like, conservative, so- socially conservative Hindu Americans... Might be able to identify with Trump and trying to like not, trying to explain that minority, you know, there's like there's just gonna be minorities that support the thing that they don't that you don't think minorities would support, you know? Yeah. See, I don't see Trump as a social conservative just because of all the things that he says. Like he says that he's for abortion or for um, uh, he's pro life right now, but he used to but he used to claim that he was uh, pro choice. Mm. Uh, but I mean, I guess the Republican Party in general is more socially conservative, so yeah. I could see people lining him, lining with him, Indians aligning him with him on that front. Um, I'm not saying these Indians know exactly what Trump's about, but in in terms of the rally, it seemed like he just talked about what would interest them and gave them. Um, uh, I gave them, like, yeah, just just said what he would do and what he would do aligned with how they felt the situation should be handled. Yeah, I would assume that, like, most of the people at the rally were probably going to be in a tax bracket where his That's plan true. would benefit them. Um, yeah, most Indians are small business owners. Right. Like, especially, I imagine, in Edison, New Jersey, where there's a bunch of Indians. There are probably a lot of small business owners. Small business owners, regular-sized business owners, big business owners, and then, you know, educated people in general who tend to have higher means of income. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I can't say for sure uh, as to like how many Indians showed up to this rally, but I would assume it's a really small majority of the Indian population. Yeah, you can't get us out to go to shit. Right. <laughs> Unless there's free food, we ain't coming to do shit. Well, I think that's what they. I think that's what I read about the article uh, from the article. It was uh It's pretty small. It was like it was like more so um and a more so a cultural event that was going on and then and Trump people just kind of like. Yeah, I think like he was invited to it, so it, cool. it wasn't really like uh, supposed to be a political sort of thing. That's pretty funny, but it was sponsored by the Republican Hindu Coalition or Hindu Republican Coalition. Okay. Yeah, so it was semi political. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, what else happened this week? Yeah, so uh, going international, uh, the Iraqi army it uh, began its campaign to take back the city of Mosul from ISIS. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's fuck ISIS up. Um, but yeah. Um, so there's like 94,000 uh, Iraqi-led coalition troops. Um, there's, you know, some Kurdish troops. Uh, there's, uh, you know, uh, the Iraqi police. There's Iraqi army. Uh, so it's like a coalition of fighters that are going in. Uh, and then there's also... Uh, uh, there's also... Uh, uh, planes from the U.S. and other countries, uh, uh, you know, uh, dropping bombs on ISIS and Mosul, um, and then, so the U.S. So there's not about ninety four thousand Iraqi troops, and uh, the U.S. military estimates about five thousand ISIS fighters in Mosul. So it does seem like a fight that we'll be able to win. Uh, despite that, a lot of journalists on the floor right now, um, and um, a lot of um, um, a lot of analysts, a lot of military analysts are assuming that this fight is going to last around a few months long. Um, so yeah, it just started on Monday. Uh, and you know, the first 24 hours, there are a lot of suicide car bombings from ISIS. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people in ISIS driving cars into, uh, Kurdish, uh, uh Kurdish cars, um, and these Kurdish folks, you know, they're, they're going in to fight ISIS. Uh, but yeah, uh, most of the fighting right now is going on in the outskirts of Mosul, uh, so it hasn't really gotten to the city yet, it's going on in the villages right now, um, it seems like, I know if one village for sure, a lot of people have, you know, evacuated, so, uh, there's not too much concern about civilian casualties, um, in that particular village, and I think that's the case for a lot of the villages, um, but, uh, yeah, it seems like there's still, um, can't say for sure how many people, uh, I don't have the exact number, but maybe like, uh, one to two million, uh, civilians still in the actual city of Mosul. So it seems like once it does get to the actual city, it could get really bloody. Um, so yeah, um, it's, it looks like it's going to be a, a hard fight, uh, but, uh, I think it's definitely an important one to take back take back the city of Mosul they fell to ISIS you know in 2014 so uh yeah let's, let's do it let's fuck the shit up <laughs> Woo. yeah sounds like a lot's going on over there yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> all right well we don't have much more well I guess we'll talk about Shailene Woodley um Shailene Woodley right. is an actress and she was at the North Dakota pipeline protest and she got arrested um, is that her temporary injunction? Uh, it's not for her. It was just for, um, um, 
The That's, pipeline in general? Yeah, the pipeline in general. Okay, well, the actress, y'all probably don't know her, but she's from, like, Divergent. Um, she was in a TV show on ABC Family called The Secret Life of the American Teenager. And she's done some other stuff, but I don't really remember what she does. She's pretty adorable. She looks pretty cute. Um, she's a pretty good actress, too, in my opinion. Like, I don't know. She's entertaining. She gets the job done. Uh, so it's kind of cool to see celebrities, you know, protest and stuff. Right, and, get, and they get in prison, like, fuck, you, like yeah. you, you could easily like not be in prison and just be in fucking Hollywood or wherever the hell you live and not be out here. But it's good to see that I think for the people in general to show that people, you know, like p- busy people are taking time out to voice their opinions about things they're not happy with. True. No matter um, how you know busy their life might be. She she's already got that celebrity status that adds publicity to her, but then. Go to a protest, yeah. get arrested. Oh man, you know there's gonna yeah. be a lot of news coverage. About yeah, I'm not that. saying like she doesn't gain anything from it, but it's uh, she uh, she's not the kind of if you knew her as an actress, you wouldn't see her as the kind of person to go out there and protest and get arrested in the first place. That's why it's kind of cool. Kind of yeah. think about like a young, like if Michael Sarah went out to go protest these North Dakota pipelines, people would be surprised. <laughs> Same essence here. Right. Same essence. Yeah. Uh, but smaller scale actress for sure. Michael Sarah's here. Shailene Woodley's like, yeah. Okay. Not knocking their hustles. Uh, and then me and Topher just watched Surviving Compton. Right. Um, that was a movie that got us distracted on 1017. <laughs> Shout out to Gucci Mane. Um, so we had to record his podcast on 1018. But Surviving Compton's the... Uh, I, did you ever watch Straight Outta Compton? Uh, I did, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Topher, if you've seen Straight Outta Compton and you know about NWA and all that stuff, um, with Surviving Compton, there's this there's this R&B singer they completely forgot to mention in the main movie, Straight Outta Compton, which was on the big screens. This movie, Surviving Compton, um, chronicled... It was on Lifetime. Yeah, it was on Lifetime Movie Network or whatever, or Lifetime. And it, it we looked at Michelle, who's a R&B singer that ended up dating Dr. Dre... They were um, married at one point. Right? Yeah, they were. I don't know if they were married or not. They definitely had kids together. Yeah. And she also ended up hooking up or like getting together with Suge Knight and having a baby. Um, but it just. Yeah, it was kind of hard to watch. It was really hard to watch because there's a lot of domestic abuse in there, guys. I'm not going to lie. Um, right. Dr. Dre kind of looks like a shitty person. He might be a shitty person. I don't know. That's his past. I'm not here to judge him on his past. That's not my job. Well, this movie seemed like a pretty shitty person. Pretty shitty. <laughs> Uh, hopefully he's changed since then I, I would yeah hope. I don't know what wow. was going on but we there's a there's a lot of issues in the movie um but the thing is Straight Outta Compton never showed the female side Michelle's side so right. that's why I recommend go check that out Surviving Compton if you like Straight Outta Compton you get to see like a different perspective completely different perspective because they literally add a different character this girl is out there on the tour buses with NWA Deal with Jerry Heller, all that jazz, like this, like yeah. the same shit you saw in NW in Straight Outta Compton is in this movie with one more character added and like way lower budget, of course, because hey, it's Lifetime. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, I didn't hear much about this when uh, Straight Outta Compton came out because there were a few scenes in the movies where uh, Michelle was getting like beat by Dre like in front of everybody. Straight Outta Compton. <laughs> Uh, no, not straight out of Compton. In, uh, this one. Yeah, in this Surviving one. Surviving Compton. Yeah, in Surviving Compton. Well, it just came so, out two days ago. Right, no, I'm saying, like, it seemed like it wasn't something that, like, Dre did behind doors. It seemed like 
you like oh no 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 yeah people, people knew about Dre being abusive dude because she talked about uh-huh. before okay. like it's been circulating in it I mean like we saw in the movie like she he would do he would <laughs> he he would beat Michelle in public in front of these people in the studio so I'm sure people saw it back in the day and spread it you know right where other people knew about it and Michelle's always been open about her um past getting beat by him. Um, it's just Dr. Dre just stays quiet as hell and wa- makes all his business moves so he can't really bring up his past. Yeah. Um, in like the ending credits it said that um, from Dr. Dre's lawyers uh, saying that, you know, he's still denying having beaten Michelle. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, why would you own up to that when you're worth so much money at this point? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want it. You I mean, want... like, if I mean, if other people have said that it happened, though, like, yeah, if he, he did, did you should from... definitely own up to it. I'm if not he... saying you shouldn't. I mean, it's like, can you really get away with uh, lying about it at this point? If you like, if you beat her in front of a bunch of different people, like... legally you can. Oh yeah. Right. That's the major okay. thing. Right. Yeah. Allegedly, I beat Michelle. Allegedly, like you, you know. Uh, so I've been watching Thirty Rock. Really good stuff, man. I really like Thirty Rock. I I I'm enjoying it too. I I also started Thirty Rock. I'm only uh, a season in though. I just finished the first season. Yeah. Um, I got music news, but I'm I'm gonna wait on it. I got we'll do, music music news will come last. Last. We're gonna talk about ourselves. We been watching Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. I got a standing desk recently. <laughs> nice. Been been downloaded a bunch of software and stuff to get ready for some coding life. Hopefully this works out. Hopefully I get a job by next year. Doing coding stuff. Nice. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, that's about it. I haven't done much else. Yeah. Um, so, uh, this past week was pretty good for me. Got uh, uh, got hired as team leader, so that's like extra $3 an hour for doing um, not that much more work than what I was doing before. So that's always a plus. Um, and, uh, yeah, oh, I went to Grandfather Mountain on Friday in North Carolina. That's a... Uh, in Linville, North Carolina, it's like right next to Boone, uh, so that was pretty dope. It's like, it is is a little pricey, I'd say. It's about eighteen dollars if Whoa. you don't have, yeah, uh, it, yeah, it's like eighteen dollars uh, with AAA, twenty dollars if you don't have AAA. Seriously. Yep. Um, but yeah, once you get up there, there's a few trails you could walk on. You know, they, they still man, like twenty bucks to go walk. Well, you're not just walking. You're gonna take in like a beautiful view. Um, it's, well, it's, uh, fall right now, so Blue Ridge Park Trail, Blue Ridge Parkway is gonna have, like, you know, uh, a bunch of beautiful trees, uh, and then, yeah, there's a swinging bridge you walk, you walk across, and Scary like, shit, isn't it? Um, it wasn't too bad, but I'm not a fan of heights, so. I'm not was, either, that's why I said scary shit. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's basically a, a, a bridge that swings a little bit when you walk across it, and then you're. Uh, you know, uh, it's about a thousand feet off the ground, so uh, you're high as fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are a few trails there. Oh, they also have a few animals in in captivity. Saw some black bears, so that was dope. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. Um, I would definitely recommend going to Blue Ridge Parkway um, or the mountains in general uh, during the fall. Uh, leaves are changing, so it's really nice. So yeah, it's a good time. So, yep. What else happening? Well, that's our that's what we've been doing. Music wise, Gucci Mane dropped a new album, Woptober. Yeah, 
It's really good. I like it. But Gucci Man can't fail me at this point, you know? So Waptober goes into that. Yeah, it was pretty crazy how uh, Gucci Man already released another album after... Like four months, man. He's been out of jail for three months at best. Right. And he had released a mixtape like right after he got out of jail. Or, uh, you know, a few months ago, I guess. The album? So is he got out of jail and dropped the album about three weeks later. Okay, so the album is what he released in when June. he got out of jail yeah. in June, and this is a mixtape that yeah. he released. He might have released the mixtape when he got out of jail. He released a song. He released like a couple of songs when he got out of jail, okay. but all those songs ended up on the album. On the album. Yeah. So yeah, that was only June. like a few months ago in June, and yeah. now he's released this mixtape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's crazy that he's you know just releasing that many songs this, yeah. this quick. And then Kevin Hart apparently to promote his uh his stand up film movie thing. What now is the name of the stand up? He has a mixtape by Chocolate Dropper, <laughs> his rapper alter ego, um, who hosts the mixtape, and it's called What Now the What Now mixtape or whatever hosted by Kevin Hart. Chocolate drop or whatever. But it's really funny. Like, it's really good. Nice. The skits are great. And he's got some great production value in there from Metro Boomin, some other big names. Uh, and he's got actual talent in there to, you know, make music. Like T.I., Migos, Wale's in there somewhere. Um, I think Chris Brown's in there, Trey Songs. Like, lots of big names. Like, big talent's names making a presence in That's the awesome. project. Yeah, it's, and it's funny because it's Kevin Hart. You know, right. he'll talk in between skits and stuff and just say dumb shit. And you're just like uh-huh. busting out laughing. Uh, and then the game, he has an album come out called 1992. Um, I listened to a couple songs. It's a typical game. I, I know it's going to be good. I just haven't like went through it yet. I was in the gym, listened to about a quarter of it, and then I stopped listening to it. But yeah, uh, the game 1992 album. Y'all so should go check that out. Reminiscing about that year. Yeah. Wow. He said he was trying to go back to his old school vibes. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And Lil Wayne, he dropped his memoir, Gone Till November, where he talks about being in jail for that nine months, ten months he was in jail. Eleven months? Nine months. I think he was in jail for nine months. Yeah. That was back in the day. 2010, 2011, around that time. Okay. Um, he talks so, about the people that visit him. He talks about Drake taking one of his, like, side girls or something. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. He talks about prison food, just a bunch of... <laughs> and, he, and he writes all this. It's not from... It's not like he wrote it with somebody. This is all Lil Wayne's writing. Right. Into a fun memoir journal thing to read. That'd be cool to look into in retrospective. Yeah, I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm definitely going to grab that sometime soon. Nice. Yeah. But that's all. that's all we got for the week, guys. You know, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, need y'all to vote. Yep, get out there, cast your vote. Go check out that NC State, North Carolina State Fair if you have it. Uh, true. I've never been myself, so definitely trying to go this year. Yeah. You get your fill of deep fried food. Heard they had deep fried Reese's. A lot of deep fried stuff. But yeah, well, happy. Well, yeah, happy ten seventeen. This was episode seventeen. Catch you later. See you.